What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. I could really use a change of scenery. Yeah. Everybody's smoking all the greenery. Yeah. Close the match because they were handed down to me. But I'm still fly. I'm still fly. I know. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here, going full nerd with another series and theories and on these Disney Plus shows. This one is my final thoughts on the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Now, check it out. We made it to the end of the roller coaster ride known as the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. While this series didn't have everyone speculating as much as WandaVision did, it set the stage for an all new, all different Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, didn't they use that? tagline in the comics but anyway what was good what was bad and what got left on the cliff we're going to talk about that now now the falcon and winter soldier ended up being a pretty solid series overall and drastically different from wandavision and i think that's what made it successful the overall theme of the show was not about mindless superhero battles and interaction but the detail in the world building for the MCU and giving characters that were side notes during the Infinity Saga more history, more depth as we move forward in phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So here's the deal. Spoilers are going to follow. So what I need for you to do now is hit pause, then come back once you have finished watching episode six of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now let's go. Everyone is so ready for the X-Men and Fantastic Four, but we forget that this, like the earlier MCU films, are a puzzle, and it's a complex puzzle at that. So where do we stand at the end of this series? What I'm going to do is I'm going to go after this character by character that I felt was important. And I'm saving the title characters for last. So hold on to your theories about Falcon and Bucky for just a little while longer. Now, Baron Zemo. While he has a slight cameo in the sixth episode, his appearance, as well as his butler, ties up some loose ends. And it establishes the ability for him to return as a major player. Now, there's still more to come regarding Zemo because it's been established he has a deep network, despises the idea of superheroes and super soldiers, but even he, I feel, is being manipulated in my opinion, and with the continuing references to the RAF superhuman prison, more than ever the Thunderbolts are slowly coming into existence. Just maybe not in the true comic book form that many of us may know. Now let's talk the remaining Flag Smashers. Yeah, I know the remaining four super soldier members of the Flag Smashers have been reported as dead. Now, these were the loose ends tied up by Zemo's butler, 
But since they were reported killed, and there was a guard that kind of pulled what I call a Hail Hydra moment with the one world, one people quote that they use throughout the series, there's room to have them surviving. And we still have a potential plot twist with Zemo trying to get rid of them or using them to his own advantage against the power broker. We'll get into that in just a minute. Could that be another possible Thunderbolts moment? Who knows? Since many of them had no speaking lines, that probability, though, is very, very low. But the door is open for further development if Marvel so chooses. Okay? I personally think they survived and they will be experimented upon to get the super soldier serum out of their system, much like Isaiah Bradley was done in the past. Now let's talk about Isaiah Bradley. This story is far from over. I mean, they gave some resolution by adding his legacy to the Captain America exhibit at the Smithsonian, yet he's still regarded as officially deceased. So with his story given to Sam about why he was bitter in episode five, I mean, you know, his wife died while he was in jail and being experimented upon. But what about his kids? Okay. I see his grandson, Eli Bradley, in the show, which we all know he's a member of the Young Avengers as Patriot. But it could have been a little mention about his child or children finding out when he was actually alive. Maybe this is not a story for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but a possible story for the future. It could be a story for another time, but they really need to make a series regarding his whole origin, especially if they introduce Eli as his comic book counterpart, Patriot of the Young Avengers. Now let's talk about John Walker, the U.S. agent, and Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Don't call me Val. Now, these two did have a feeling of being kind of tacked on as far as the resolution of the series. But Walker becoming U.S. agent was pretty much a given, even though Battlestar was killed off. I mean, his comment about his new suit uh, being black was spot on with some internet theories that I had read, which, you know, were saying the lack of white in his Captain America uniform symbolized his lack of empathy. And honestly, I'm not going to go further with that comment. It is what it is. Okay. You take it however you want it. But he may be a major player in the future if they develop his character more. I mean, the question is, is how the fuck did his arm heal so fast? I mean, now we know she's going to be a problem. She's basically a female Nick Fury. But who she's working for, it remains to be seen. I mean, I don't know if she's really on the side of angels, but if she is anything like her comic book counterpart, she can't be trusted. And that could spell bad news for the U.S. agent. I mean, it's interesting that she gave him a new uniform in the same place he was stripped of his Captain America persona and his military benefits. Very interesting. You mean she could still have a connection to the future Disney Plus series Secret Invasion and that leads me to this. Sharon Carter. 
So she is the freaking power broker. I mean, this was the twist I thought was more fan service than anything. And ultimately, this can be a problem. I mean, I hate when a character who we've been introduced to as heroic and part of the heroic lineage is introduced, but then is found out not to be who we have been led to believe they were. Okay, so you may be wondering why I mentioned Secret Invasion, especially with this character. In the comic books, this was an event where heroes we thought we were familiar with were found out to be shape-shifting aliens trying to take over. Now, hear me out. What if the Sharon Carter we thought we knew isn't Sharon Carter at all? I mean, the scrolls have been on Earth since the 1980s, so... Who is to say that this version of Sharon Carter wasn't replaced by some not-so-friendly scrolls and is part of the Secret Invasion series that is coming up? Yes, I understand why she would camouflage herself using the camouflage technology like the ones used by Black Widow in the movie Captain America the Winter Soldier. That's a question that a lot of people will probably ask. Now, here's the deal. For my comic book heads, the scrolls who replaced the heroes couldn't tell they were actually scrolls part of the time unless the time was right to aid in their camouflage. Okay? So, all the elements are there. Distrust of heroes infiltrating positions of power, etc., etc. Maybe, maybe this isn't Sharon Carter. Just putting that out there. Now let's talk about some other side characters. Let's talk about Carly. Let's talk about Bathrock the Leaper. Honestly, the MCU, they kill off their villains. Enough said. So this finally brings us back to our main title characters. So, Bucky the Winter Soldier. Now, having come to terms with his past, I can't wait to see where they go with this character who has become the perennial sidekick of the MCU now after this series. Hopefully we could get a reconciliation with Wakanda and no, I don't plan on calling him the White Wolf or expect him to be referred as such for a superhero name. It did bother me some that he was kind of chummy with U.S. agent, a.k.a. John Walker, when apprehending those four, you know, really minor flag smashers after the ass whooping that he so wanted to give John Walker in episode five. I mean, there's a lot more to come from this character. I just don't know what direction they plan on taking it. And that leads us to our final talk, which is Falcon, or as we can now call him, Captain America. Hey, this is a done deal. This has got to be the most comic accurate costume ever seen in the MCU. And they try to get as close as possible. I mean, the whole series was to demonstrate or to explain to everyone the reasons that Steve chose Sam to take the mantle. I mean, we didn't see what Steve saw in Sam during the Infinity Saga. 
I mean, there are a number of stories that were not told while Sam and Steve were on the run after the Sokovia Accords and then finally getting to Wakanda to battle Thanos. I mean, this whole series was designed to show the man, not the superhero, and that also shows us the mistakes that Sam does make along the way because he sees the inherent good in everyone. And his time as a Veterans Administration counselor shows as he tries to talk down Carly, as he makes promises to Sharon, as he talks to Isaiah, I'm sure you guys get the drift. Now, he is a flawed Captain America, but so was Steve Rogers. And those flaws, while they completely show his bravery and suitability to be the next Captain America, regardless of his skin color, they also highlight that the MCU is also heading towards some of its darkest points moving forward because he's going to get challenged a lot along the way and it's going to be a true test of Sam's resolve as he has taken the mantle. Now, since they've announced Captain America 4, I can't wait to see what path this will take and what storyline that they plan on adapting moving forward. In addition, the rumor mill originally stated there could be a follow-up season to The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or as we could probably call it now, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. But with the movie announcement just happening, I think that may be a little bit too much to ask for, at least right now. So I hope you guys liked my Theories Change series for Falcon, I mean Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Please join me for more Theories Change as the Loki Disney Plus series drops to Disney Plus in June. And as always, please like, share, subscribe, follow me on Twitter, I'm not going to go through the whole shameless plug. Peace, y'all. And I'm out of here. Say it with your chest now. Say it with your chest now.